Whatever I want. Episode 64. Uh, we're getting very close to 69. Which uh, is better... the sex number. Yeah, it's gonna. we had to pick a sexy movie for that. <laughs> um, oh, 69 is going to be my movie. I think we've already talked about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, 64 was your movie, though. Um, something that I found out very recently after watching the movie was that the Lady Killers is actually a remake. Yeah, it is. And it had the original had Alec Guinness in it. Isn't that fun? He's in Star Wars. Um, okay, without seeing the, having seen the first Lady Killers, not knowing anything about it, uh, which movie do you think is better? Uh, it's got to be the original. Um, maybe. Maybe that's giving away a little what I think about this movie, but yeah, it was a tough. It was a tough one. In some parts, yes. Some regards. Um, before, before we get into that movie, um, I had a time and a half today trying to figure out what movie we're going to watch next week. Yeah. Um, and I'll let you know all about that later on. Um. This is the foreshadowing of the week. Oh, wait. No, not foreshadowing. Uh, whatever whatever word it is where you you say something to tease and then say it at the end. The teaser of the week. Ugh. That's not the word you wanted. I know, I know the word you're thinking of as well, but I can't you know, articulate it right now. We're just two hardworking guys, just tired and yeah. stuff. Which is great for a podcast. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say um, this kind of stuff out loud. Uh, is is there anything anything happening that um, that you want to? Any movies you've seen recently? Any TV shows? Any anything you're doing that you'd like to let the people know about? I have not watched any movies, and I have not watched any shows. I've been doing a lot of paddling lately, and I've been doing a lot of like sitting at home. Like doom scrolling through YouTube shorts. It's been a really fun time. Um, okay, so what does your algorithm look like right now for YouTube shorts? Like, what is the first thing that you see, mm-hmm. and what is the last thing that you're like, okay, I need to, I need to go to bed. Okay, the first thing that I see almost every time is like, okay, for twenty dollars, can you name? The three NBA players, not including LeBron James, who have scored forty points or more fifty times since since the year two thousand. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's like you know. James sport- Harden. Okay. Damian Steph- Stoudemire. Damian Stoudemire. You just combine two people. There's Damian Lillard. Uh, Damon Stoudemire? What's uh, uh, you... Am- Amani Stoudemire, isn't it? Something like that. I don't even think he plays anymore, brother. There's, got, and, there's another Stoudemire. I don't think Sorry. so. And then, like, the next video will be like a guy walks up to like a homeless person. And he's like, "Hey, man, like, what can I can I do for you today? Can I make your day any better?" He's like, "Oh, I could use like some food." It's like, "All right, let's go get some food." And then he like buys him like a sleeping bag and a tent. And he just makes his day better. 
And then I get to the videos where I know I should stop, where it's like that, but very obviously staged and fake. And I'm like, okay, oh, enough of these. And then I turn it off. But usually, you know, I get about two hours in, and that's when that happens. Two hours in? Maybe not quite that long. It does feel like that long. But sometimes you just get caught and just, you know, doom scrolling, as I said. So that's been my reality. I do that on Instagram. Uh, Damon Sotomayor is a real person. Okay. Nicknamed Mighty Mouse. He was drafted uh, 7th overall in 1995 by the Toronto Raptors. Okay. Well, you're right then. Thanks. I am right. Um, often. the I was thinking. Um, sometimes I doom scroll on Facebook. But Facebook right now is just a lot of nothing. Yeah, it like, is. Like nobody, nobody's doing anything on Facebook. But there no. is uh, things I see about, about pets, such mm-hmm. as... The he like the humane society. They're looking for people to, you know, adopt or foster their their animals. I know you had a dog. Yes. Uh, at one point, would you and your life partner, considering you do have three cats who probably won't die anytime soon, uh, do you guys want a dog at some point? Yes. You would take a puppy. Maybe not a puppy. We, we like we we've decided if we were ever going to adopt pets again, that we'd want to adopt like senior pets, give them a nice home for the end of their life sort of deal. Wow. Or at least try it. I don't know. Like we'll see how much emotional damage that inflicts on us. But um, that's true. That is tough. Well, if they're like like really old, but if you're having them for like the last five years, it's tough. Yeah. On the vet pills. Yeah. But right now, the space we have, we probably wouldn't get another pet. So if we ever get a bigger space, that's what we would do for sure. We'd, get, we'd probably get another pet, like a fourth one, if we moved into a bigger place. You get a fourth cat? Or like a dog. Like a, We would want a small dog, but yeah. So it's like a race between us to see you guys have a fourth cat first? Right. Well, we got to three cats much quicker than you. I'd like to point that out. Uh, what date did you have your third cat? Oh, it's been like three, at least three years now. But you I couldn't know tell the exact you. date. I mean, I could find out if you sort of January seventeenth, two thousand twenty-two is when I got my third cat. Okay. Well. I can find out. So if you just sort of fill in space, and I'll tell you. Sure. Um, while you're looking, I do have some questions for you that you can answer while you're looking. Okay. Um, I just Googled uh, some rapid fire questions to kind of get some ideas on what we can talk about. What If the feedback that I've received, if there's like one thread of feedback that a lot of people are asking me, but our podcast is, um, what's Jesse like? What's what's up with him? Um, we want to know more about Jesse. So I have some questions that maybe you can answer to give people 
uh, more info about yourself. Okay. But we'll start like easy and then kind of move to the hard hitting ones. Okay. Um, so the first one is uh, how often do you floss? I floss every second day. I should floss every day, but sometimes I would say on average, like sometimes I have a streak where I'm like, I floss every single day and it's great. And then sometimes it's just like, I don't know, it's a little, little too much effort. And so I'll skip a day. But I would say on average, every second day. That's good. Um, I have a dentist appointment in a month. So I'm like, oh, I should start flossing every day. To all the dentists listening, um, I am flossing every day leading up to my dentist appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, is your is your bed, have you been making your bed? Well, like you're pretty neat. So you probably have been making your bed. Uh, yes. Living alone. I, I make my bed every morning. Um, do you have any nicknames? Um, I don't really have any nicknames. People call me like, I would say the older somebody is, the more likely they are to just call me Jess instead of Jesse. Or a lot of people like my last name, Balcom. So a lot of people call me Mr. Balcom, but I don't have any nicknames. No. Uh, what was the date you got your third cat? November 23rd, 2019. Wow. Coming up on four years. Yes. Um, if you had to pick your favorite age, what would it be? My favorite age, like to be, um, just like, like in general. What, like, I don't know. I guess what kind of, what was the best things that have happened to you in your life? What age were you? Oh gosh, um, that's a little hard to say. I guess maybe thirty-one. The year I am right now. Um, happy one month of your 31st, by the way. Thank you very much. Very, very Uh, much. Um, okay. And there's, I have two more questions for you. Okay. Um, the first one is who is your favorite Disney character? Okay. My favorite Disney character is probably, um, Philatides from Hercules. Okay, um, I lied. I have two more questions. Okay, no problem. Um, the second last question is, what is your favorite board game? My favorite board game is definitely Risk. But no one ever wants to play that, so if I were to pick another one that I actually ever get to play, I would say Scrabble. That's fun. Um, the last question I have for you is, what is your hidden talent? Hidden talent. Okay, my favorite hidden talent is you know how sometimes people they'll be sitting there like with a little snack like a bite-sized snack and they'll like throw it in the air and catch it in their mouth well my secret talent is i can take a little candy or a little tiny snack and throw it as high as i possibly can in the air like you know typically i do it outside so i don't know how high i can throw something in the air maybe 20 feet or whatever and then catch it in my mouth i'm very good at that Thank you for letting us get to know you. You're very welcome. I'm glad I could help those people who have been asking get to know me just a little tiny bit better. I did watch one movie besides mm-hmm. The Lady Killers in our week apart. It was a Pierce Brosnan movie where Pierce Brosnan again is Irish. 
uh, a new Netflix movie that just came out called The Outlaws. Okay. Um, he was he played an outlaw, like you know, the, there's like in in laws. It was like a play on that. He was the main character's in law, but he was an outlaw, if you will. It was uh, an okay movie. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Great. Okay. The Lady Killers. 2004. Uh, Coen Brothers movie. Kind of on a Coen Brothers kick a little bit. Yes. Tom Hanks. Other people. Right. Um, you, last week, you mentioned that maybe this is one of like their... They're not as good movies. Right. People have said that, you know, maybe this is lower on the list of Coen Brothers movies. Would you agree with that after watching it? Yes, I would say that is accurate. This is very unlike any of their movies, that's for sure. It's almost like they were trying too hard. Yes. Yes, it was quite an interesting... uh, attempt at a film let's put it that way and i think you said it you probably didn't mean it this way but you're like tom hanks and others well that was kind of like what this movie felt like it's like there was tom hanks and then there was like some other people but who really cares i mean there were some recognizable faces you know well, there was recognizable faces but were there recognizable performances the acting was probably the downfall of the movie mm-hmm because, like, I mean, the plot was pretty, I mean, it, it had an interesting premise. Yeah. Like, yes, it was, it was like a bank heist movie, kind of. Mm-hmm. With like a, a southern charm. But it was like kind of clever when they were, you know, they had to convince this old lady that they were this band of misfits or whatever, so that they could rob the bank through the to the tunnels in the basement i mean that was kind of cool mm-hmm. but then it just fell apart everywhere else it did it did i would say that um yeah the acting perhaps not the best but i did really like tom hanks's performance it might be up there one of my favorites of his that i've seen like just because like i i have mentioned before a thing I really like is a, is an actor who typically do serious roles, although not all of Tom Hanks's roles are serious, but typically that is what he does. When you see a, a serious actor dip their toe into this type of role, I tend to really enjoy it. And this was uh, definitely one of those instances. I wouldn't consider Tom Cruise a, or Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, a like a serious actor. Well, I don't know. Like I, I mean, Forrest Gump is, a, I would say, a serious. It's not a serious movie, but he's obviously doing like a serious character. And there's like Captain Phillips and um, Philadelphia, and I don't know. But then there are others. You're right. Like he's done big. He's done Turner and Hooch. Like Sleepless in Seattle, you got mail. Maybe it's like a fifty-fifty because like. Green Mile cast will be 
Right. Green yeah, Mountain Castaway. Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Maybe he does right down the middle. He doesn't really do, like... I guess what I would say is he doesn't really do, like, characters. Like, in most of the movies that he's in, save for maybe Forrest Gump, and I can't really think of any others right now, he's, like, he's just playing himself. It's like, hey, this is Tom Hanks. But this one, he's, like, definitely diving into a character and just, like, trying to become somebody else. Wait. He he plays Tom Hanks in movies? Well, no, but, like, you know, it's like he's not really, like... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And all the, in most of his movies, he's just like a regular guy and you can, and it's like hard to distinguish between him just being Tom Hanks and him like acting as this character is just kind of like the same person. But, um, another movie actually I like of his, and maybe I is sort of, um, is an indication of what type of performance I like from him is uh, the terminal. He's like plays, I forget the character's name, Victor Navorsky or something like that. And that's a definitely a character he's playing that is different than just being Tom Hanks. So yeah, I like the terminal. I like this movie for his, for his performance in this movie. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I liked his performance. Castaway was good uh, because it was just Tom Hanks as a FedEx employee. Mm-hmm. Um, who ended up on a deserted island. Right. That is the, the plot essentially. <laughs> um, so we touched about touched on this a little bit behind the scenes. Um, character wise, perhaps they were a little stereotyped. Um, yes. Marlon Wayne's character. Yeah, Most, I would say mostly. Yeah, I would say a lot of the African American characters in this movie were there were some stereotype things going on for sure. It did not sit the, with me too good. The coworker um, of Marlon Wayans' character, I don't remember his name. Um, he was he was the brother and smart guy. You ever watch Smart Guy? No, I haven't. Okay, well, never mind. He's a smart guy. He was on the Family Channel. No. Tiny, tiny little smart kid. Okay. Um, the okay, well, I gotta get his name. Um, the general. He was uh, the actor was in Rush Hour and Rush Hour Three. Why was he not in Rush Hour Two? That's a great question. Should rewatch those movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, J.K. Simmons, he he is probably one of my maybe top ten, top fifteen actors. Mm-hmm. He, I was kind of let down by him. Yeah, he didn't get much, did he? He got IBS. And he got IBS. Kind of leaned leaned into that a little bit too much. Yeah, and it was, yeah, I don't know. Like, there was a lot of over-the-top characters, but he wasn't really over-the-top. Maybe no. he was a little, but yeah, he just didn't quite get enough. You could tell, like, you could tell even, this is probably a fairly early performance for him. I don't remember too much other things that he's been in, to be honest, that um, he's clearly a good actor. 
I don't know. He just kind of has that aura about him. Whereas like Marlon Wayans, perhaps not so much. Um, J.K. Simmons has been acting since 1994. Really? Okay. But this was the same year. Well, it's like Spider-Man had come out. Right, right, right. And then, so this is the same year as Spider-Man 2 came out. So people would know him kind of as like that. Mm -hmm. But not really. So I understand. I get it. Yeah. I got you. But, um... I do appreciate that this movie, like, you know, Tom Hanks was the main character and he was in like a lot of the movie, obviously, but it was a good, good choice. I liked that character a lot. He was hard to, he was hard to pin down at times too. Like, is he a bad guy? Like really at heart or is he kind of a good guy or is he just kind of, I mean, he's obviously very smart. And I, I mean, I feel like a lot of times too, like you see a bad guy, and it's like he thinks he's smart, but really he's kind of a dumbass. But I don't really, really get that. I thought he was just kind of like mostly smart and things were just going wrong. Other than and not just him having flaws and being kind of stupid, but thinking he's smart. Right. If that makes any sense. It sure does. Uh, another character I didn't like was Lump. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't a very good character either. He was just like too dumb. Too well, he was too okay. He was too dumb, but then he kept saying like smart things. So that was that trope. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, and then I mean the ending, spoilers, where he like turns the gun on himself because no bullets. it didn't work when he shot. Yeah, <laughs> like oh my god. Yeah. A fun fact about this the movie that I watched today. I watched it on a rented DVD from Pickleflick. Shoutouts. Soon to be no longer. Um, it had a scratch on the disc. And so like 35 minutes in, when uh, Marlon Wayans' character gets fired, I missed that scene because it's like skipped right over it. And then right at the very end, when um, Marva the woman who like owns the house, she like goes to the police department, like right mm-hmm. when she leaves, it also cut out. So I didn't get to see the end after that, but I think then I went on YouTube and like lady killers ending scene. I think it was just like the cat putting the finger in the water. Right. Is that all I missed? Um, yeah. Like she, she leaves mm-hmm. and then, um, yeah. Then the cat drops the thing, the okay. finger under the barge and then, okay. It's over. Um, yeah, it's over. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say something, but then... Oh, this might be the, the last time you rent a movie from Pick a Flick. Yeah, I don't know how much longer they are going to be in business. Like, they might be gone by the time I get back. And the movie you pick next might not be something I can rent. I don't know. Oh, actually, I did pick... A movie for next week that specifically was at Pick a Flick. Oh, great! Because it's um, not a movie from this century. Okay. It it was a whole thing. I had a few different ideas for movies that we'll I'll, uh, we'll go over and we can laugh about. Okay. 
uh, later on. So, okay, so acting. Do you like the story? Um, I liked the story. It was interesting. It's. I mean, it did also feel like nothing. It, like things were happening, but nothing happened. Also, the story. Like nothing. The story didn't really go anywhere. I guess. But maybe that wasn't really the point. And also, like they, it's the movie's called the Lady Killers, right? But like the part of the movie where they're trying to kill a lady is like the last twenty minutes. Like that doesn't even come into question. Like doesn't even come part of the plot until the very end. Yeah, maybe the Lady Killers doesn't really have anything to do with literal lady killer, lady killing. <laughs> like I wonder if in the first movie like the original i mean that that was more of like a thing like oh these are known killers and they've gotten together and now they're doing a heist or is it the same they just out of necessity they need to kill the lady and it doesn't doesn't work out i don't know it just seems weird that it's called the lady killers but it's not really what the movie's about um yeah because like we we just came off of movie last week called crash which i mean there was a car crash so then the movie before that was face off and they lit it's literally what happened they took the faces off yeah now the man who wasn't there which was the last Coen brothers movie we watched wasn't really about the man who wasn't there but it kind of was yeah i guess a, a title doesn't necessarily need to fit the plot then, but I'm a cheerleader, but she was a cheerleader. So the man who was in there was 2001 and this was 2004. So this was, this is a tough three years for the Coen brothers. I mean, yeah. They, I can't say that remade. these are. It's a yeah, remake. Yeah. I can't say that I enjoyed those. Yeah. Either of those movies a ton. But they made Intolerable Cruelty in between, which is a romantic comedy um, starring George Clooney and Catherine Zeta-Jones. So was that any good? I don't know. They got some but, weird, a weird list of movies they've done. So. But then No Country for Old Men and Burn After Reading were the two after that. And then True Grit. So, you know, like True Grit also a remake. Yeah, I did like True Grit. Grit. I guess uh, what's interesting, I suppose, is they don't have like a particular style. Like if I were to see a, a Coen brother movie that I didn't know was a Coen brother movie, I don't think I'd be able to immediately tell it was them. Whereas some people like Quentin Tarantino and Wes Anderson and Martin Scorsese, like you can instantly tell that that's them. So I guess maybe right. hats off to them for having some variety. For sure. Um, Marva, the actor actor who plays Marva, is still alive. She is eighty eight years old. Probably not still acting. Probably not. You do really like to know if people are dead or alive. I appreciate that about you. It's my whole life. Um, name anybody, and I'll let you know if they're dead or alive. Okay. Benjamin Franklin. Which one? Which Benjamin Franklin? Well, yeah, there's a lot of Benjamin. He's not the only Benjamin Franklin. Okay, so you saying that means you know which one I'm talking about. 
The original Benjamin Franklin is still alive. He is. Okay. Correct. <laughs> okay. So what else, what other things can we talk about for this movie? Um, the acting, uh, the story. Um, I mean, it wasn't that pretty to, to look at necessarily because, yeah. I mean, in the bank or the casino was mm-hmm. cool, I guess. It was. I also like the, the uh, Coen Brothers thing that I've noticed is they got pretty good soundtracks. I didn't mind the music in this in this one. I liked Tom Hanks's facial hair. I did as well. Tom, I mean, Tom Hanks for me really is helping this movie a lot. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't have been great if he wasn't in it. I mean, it wasn't um, great at all. But I mean, he did help. What year do you think this was supposed to be set in? I don't think it's set. It no, it did actually kind of say it's. It was. It was set like in the year that it came out, or a few years early, because they were talking about um, Martin Luther King. And then they said something like 30 years later. And so, you know, around the year 2000, I think is what they were saying. But that was interesting, too. I did. I'm glad you brought that up. Because like at the beginning of the movie, it's like, oh, this is set in the 50s. It must be. And then it like slowly made it obvious that it was not. Because there was like, oh, he's listening to like hip hop music. And then it showed like a stereo, like a modern stereo. And then it slowly integrated more modern things. And it was actually a kind of a cool contrast of the like older decade feel and then like the new combined. Right. Cause I mean, she was, she looked like she was out of the fifties. Yeah. Just what she was wearing. So did um, Tom Hanks's character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, the lady killers. Yeah, all three of them were in the room at the beginning of the podcast, and then they got bored with what I was saying. Yeah, fair enough. I want to just jump up on the desk or something. No, he did something that I'd never seen before, which was try to jump up, but then like change his mind halfway up, and then just stand the ground. Right. Um, okay, so are you comfortable with giving scores then? I'm I'm comfortable for the scoring portion of this podcast. Your mother ate my dog rated five stars on Spotify. Yeah, I guess we didn't mention that uh, the podcast is Your Mother Ate My Dog, but the the theme song would have said that. Yeah, it's a dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Okay, so what do you what do you score out of ten for acting? So if I were to just depict Tom Hanks's performance, I'd probably give it like an eight or something. I really enjoyed it. It was quirky, serious at times, but like sometimes so serious that it was funny, and sometimes so unserious that it was also funny. But then there was some some problems I had with the other performances like JK Simmons. He was clearly like, he's clearly a good actor. He just wasn't given enough. So maybe that's, um, has to do with writing and not so much as acting prowess. And, um, but then there was some stupid, stupid acting like lump 
was a stupid character and Gawain was a stupid character. And mostly everyone else was like a pretty superfluous. Mar- uh, Marva I liked. Um, Irma P. Hall played Marva. She was um, she was good. But, I mean, not, not, not particularly stand out or anything like that. But another... Another performance I'm glad had a lot of screen time compared to like the ones that weren't as good, if that makes sense. Um, so I think overall for acting, I'd give it a six. Oh. So you're giving everybody else a four and Tom makes it an eight. Yeah, that's a, a, about right. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Hanks was good. I didn't maybe like him as much as you did mm-hmm. um but he, i mean he was fine he was trying to save a movie that didn't really work trying too hard um overall as an ensemble it wasn't great it wasn't terrible it was a five out of ten for me okay um, I'll do ending. Um, so the movie is called The Lady Killers and no lady was killed. I took that into consideration. The, I, I liked the fact that they all died. Mm-hmm. They were, they were criminals. Tom Hanks said it himself. Um, sometimes with these kind of movies, they just like go to jail, but I'm happy that they they kind of uh, curled curdled our expectations, and they just killed them um, in somewhat spectacular fashion. Um, Tom Hanks, Hank, I guess he was hit in just a okay. So I mean, look, his death was good because he was a big Edgar Allan Poe guy and a raven knocked a statue's head which somehow was correct and knocked him in the head and then he hung himself and I thought that was great best part of the movie but yeah exactly best part of the movie um, so for that I gave the ending a 7 yeah um I agree. I also liked how they all died at the end, maybe unexpected. I really liked the death of, um, oh shoot, the general. Is that his name? Yeah. It was just like so randomly, so like visceral. And he's just like, it also looked very believable. Like that's, that's just a man who fell down the stairs. And I don't know. It felt like so abrupt. And that whole sequence when he like swallows a cigarette drinks the denture water and then just like goes absolutely careening down uh, the stairs. I liked that. I'm considering that part of the ending. Um, but yes, I do like that. They all died. That was good. It was kind of weird. Like at the end also when she had all the money still in the basement and they're just like, yeah, keep it. I was just like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Um, and then also, I guess, yeah, I don't know. It was fine. Six. <laughs> hey, where did I give it? Did I give it a score? 
You gave it a seven. Okay. So I thought. Um, all right. How about you give your score to 10? Okay. Yeah, the ending was uh, pretty fun and unexpected. I really liked Tom Hanks quite a bit. The story was interesting. Didn't really seem to go anywhere, but I mean, that's fine. It doesn't necessarily have to. Some dis- There was some distractingly bad acting, I found. like some- Well, maybe not so much bad acting, but some of the characters were distractingly annoying and just like superfluous and didn't really like them. Um, overall, as a film, I'd give it... I think a 5.5. There was a lot of good moments, but there was also some pretty crappy moments. Yeah, this movie wasn't all bad. No, um, no, certainly not all bad. There was some cleverness. and The ending was unexpected. Not bad. Overall, I, I would give it a 5. Five out of ten. It it was okay. It was it's one of those movies where like you'll catch it on if you have cable, it'll be on like TBS. And then you'll go and you'll watch oh, I'll watch twenty minutes of this. It's kind of entertaining. Right. It's like a movie I can see myself every once in a while being like, I want to see a particular scene from that movie. Like, oh that scene was really good. I want to watch that again. But yeah, probably not watch the whole thing again. Right. Um, okay, that was The Lady Killers, 2004 remake, based off of a 1955 British comedy film starring Al Guinness, I guess. Coen Brothers. Over. It's over. Done. Okay, so next week. Um,. So originally, my idea was because I know you're, you know, stressed. You have a lot of um, time commitment. You, you'd rather be paddling. You don't necessarily want to be watching movies. So I was like, okay, let, let's do Asteroid City for next week. But then I'm like, well, you would have seen that movie more than a month ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how fresh it would have been in your brain. So I'm like, maybe, maybe that's not fair to do. So we're, we're not going to do Asteroid City. Okay. Um, then I was going to give you the option. Like if you didn't want to watch a movie, just we'll do Asteroid City. But if you did want to watch a movie, um, there was one on Netflix that was 100 minutes long. A recent, um, well, a few, few years ago, it was a Best Picture nominee starring Chris Pine. I'm not gonna name it. it might be an, uh, might be a movie for for later. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick that though because around this time I was like, oh, maybe we should do a in person episode of Your Mother May Die the podcast, right? And so if we were gonna do an in person an in person episode, it would have to be we have to get a movie that was worth it, or at least a John Brod movie that is worth that kind of uh, Howard podcast. Mm -hmm. So then I was thinking, what would be a, what would be a perfect movie for Josh and Jesse? Go back to our roots. We're always talking about going back to the roots. So I was thinking 
it's summertime. What do, what do people in summer do? They go to camp. We've already seen sleepaway camp. So I was thinking that we would do sleepaway camp two, the sequel. The issue with that, though, is that it's not on anything. Mm-hmm. It's not at Pick a Flick. There's no way to watch it. I think I did look it up on YouTube, and I think you can watch like seven minutes at a time of the movie. Right. So Sleepaway Camp 2 is out. Okay. So then I Googled um, obscure 1980s horror movies. Mm-hmm. So like a good old VHS horror movie. And I settled on um, a movie called Prince of Darkness. Hmm. God Told Me Too is a movie that we watched many years ago. It is. That I, I have nothing but negative things to say about. Right. Except that it put me to sleep, which was great. So I found a movie. It's a John Carpenter movie. Ooh. Perhaps a cult classic John Carpenter movie that maybe you haven't heard of before. Um, it's about a group of graduate students and scientists uncover an ancient canister in an abandoned church. But when they open the container, they inadvertently unleash a strange liquid and an evil force on all humanity. Sounds awesome. It's an hour and 42 minutes long. It's at Pick a Flick. Okay, great. 1987. The cover is quite interesting. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Uh, no actor I've ever heard of before, except I think I saw that Alice Cooper is in it. Oh, there you go. I've heard of him. So I think that's a good one. I th- yeah, I like that. Good uh, choice. It was, it was a nominee in the 1988 Saturn Awards for Best Music. Oh, there you go. Now we're talking. Um, it was between Prince of Darkness and a movie called Vamp. Vamp. I've heard of Vamp. Like the cover, I think, has like a pair of lips on it, right? I think I own uh, Vamp. Do it I... has a pa- yeah, it has lips. Do I own Vamp on VHS? I don't know. Maybe I don't. Anyway, yes, I, I, lo- I love your choice. I don't think you've ever said that before. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I don't need you to tell me that you love. I'm not saying it just because I'm not here to placate you. Um, Yeah, so Prince of Darkness, perhaps our last episode for a few weeks. Yeah. And then we'll come back, episode 66, and you'll have a bunch of stories about whatever, Samoan food or all the gold medals. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we'll win a gold medal, but, you know, aim aim high, you know? Um, yeah, why not? Just have fun, solo miners. Or don't even have fun, but I, I guess August is a terrible time to go to, uh, go to a island country like Samoa. Oh, thank you. Just because it's going to be so hot. 
It'll probably be pretty hot, yeah. Like that's kind of a country you'd want to go to in like February. Because it's cold here, but it's hot there. Yeah. Because, well, I guess it would be like winter when you go. Their winter. I don't think it's supposed to be particularly hot. So I think I'll be okay. Well, that's good. Okay. Well, now you have another decision to make. Okay. So we do... This has been a pretty good episode of Your Mother Ate My Dog. If we don't say so ourselves. You're welcome. We can end the episode right now. Call it a day. Don't go brush our cat's teeth. Or we can do uh, the box office game. Let's let's do like a, a quick version of the box office game. Okay. Uh, it's September 2nd, 2005. Okay. I was 14. All right. Quick. Uh, 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. Made 16 million in the first week. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know that it's an action thriller crime movie. Okay. Starring Jason Statham. Um, Jason Statham from 2005. 20th Century Fox. The Mechanic? Is that too late? Too early for... Give it what's a go. Like th- what's like his one movie that, that probably wasn't The Mechanic? I don't know. I don't know enough about Jason Statham. I haven't really seen too many of his movies. It's not the mechanic, uh, but he's in like he had like a sequel, like a bunch of movies. Um, the Transporter, right? Uh, I don't know. The Transporter. It's not the Transporter. It's not the Mechanic. Mm. All right. Second actors: Amber Valletta. Don't know who that is. Third actors: Alesso. Or Alessandro Gosman. Don't know who that is. The tagline is the best in the business is back in the game. It's the transporter two. Sorry, it is it's the transporter two. Nice. So I was on the right track. I love it. Okay. Uh Universal, sixty-eight million after three weeks. Okay. It's a comedy romance. Okay. Starring Steve Carell. Comedy romance from 2005. So is that? Um, it ended up making 177 million. Probably 40 year old version. I think uh, that 2005. Yeah, because it was like right after The Office came out. It mm-hmm. is the 40 year old version. You're correct. Nice. Good job. Thank uh, you. Focus features. Okay. Ten million dollars after one. One week. It's a drama mystery thriller. Okay. Starring, starring uh, Voldemort. Ralph Fiennes. 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 Is Rachel. That... Rachel Weiss is okay. the second actor. Okay. 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 This is the red. No. Yeah. The red dragon. No, that this... can't be right. That can't be right. Because isn't um, Edward Norton in that? Yeah, he would have gotten he would have gotten the second billing for sure. Also, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, the tagline is "Love at any cost." I don't think we're getting this one. I don't think so either. Um, okay, here's the plot. Uh, Justin is a low-level British diplomat who has always gone about his work very quietly, not causing any problems. 
but after his radical wife Tessa is killed, he becomes determined to find out why, thrusting himself into the middle of a very dangerous conspiracy. I haven't heard of this movie. It's The Constant Gardener. Yeah, yeah, never heard that's of that's based off of a book. Hmm. Apparently, the okay. Constant Gardener. That was that's actually a movie that I I thought about picking at some point for the podcast, but didn't. Um, DreamWorks forty three million after three weeks. Mm-hmm. A, tr- a thriller mystery starring Rachel McAdams. A DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Rachel McAdams, huh? What if I told you Cillian Murphy is the second actor? Mm. Remember how you were talking about the Red Dragon before? Yeah. This movie's called Red Eye. Oh, you know this one. I have seen it, I believe. The tagline is Fear Takes Flight. Okay. I was correct. It is Red Eye. Nice. They're on a plane. Right. Uh, he's the he's the bad guy, and she needs to get out or something. I can't remember the plot, but oh, the plot is a woman is kidnapped by a stranger on a routine flight. Okay, there you go. Um, <clears throat> Miramax. This is the last one. Miramax, mm-hmm. twenty six million after two weeks. Okay, it's adventure, fantasy, action, comedy, thriller. We got a ball. Wow, Matt Damon. Okay, so the Bourne movies definitely came out as our Miramax movies, are they not? Um, I don't know, but it's I guess a it would have fa- made would have made more money than that. You're it right. made 105 million like overall. What's that movie they- where he's like in a he's like in a submersion tank or something? What the hell is that called? Is it is it Mark Wahlberg who buys a zoo? <laughs> Uh, we bought a zoo. Is is um, Matt Damon? Is it? Yeah, but I don't Would that think be adventure, fantasy, action, comedy, thriller. Would that be a thriller? I don't think it's a thriller. Uh, Heath Ledger is the second actor. Oh, two thousand five. Heath Ledger. Is he not dead by this point? No, he was not dead by that point. Uh, Lena Headey is the third actor. That's uh, what's her face from Game of Thrones? Cersei. Oh. No, I don't know. Um, the tagline is eliminating evil since 1812. From the <laughs> War of 1812. Eliminating evil since 1812. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, the plot, it's... Uh, Folklore collectors and con artists Jake and Will Grimm, the Grimm brothers, travel from village to village pretending to protect townsfolk from enchanted creatures and performing um, exorcisms. The brothers. Really called the, it's oh, called the brothers Grimm. Yeah, yeah, the brothers Grimm. Wow, Matt Damon and Heath Ledger as the Grimm brothers. <sighs> Interesting. Okay, so not our best performance. I mean, three to five and kind of a, I mean, we went pretty fast. Say so speed, ru- speed run of the box yeah. office game. Could have been worse. You had a good one with Red Eye. I didn't really contribute all that much. 40-year-old version. Yeah, I said, hey. yeah. That was pretty good, I guess. Yeah. I'm happy with that. 
One last question before we wrap it up. Okay. So there, there is a, we, we live in a building that is beside another building. Our window on one side is of the other building. Somebody has just moved in to an apartment that we can see mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. They have a cat. Right. Their cat does not have any fur. Hairless. It's a hairless cat. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion of hairless cats? They just look like cute little testicles, don't they? This one does not look cute. This one looks terrifying. Terrifying testicle. Like an like an alien, yeah. And then like they have their computer. Also, shout out if you're listening to the podcast. We they have their computer desk up against a window and it has like a little perch where it sits. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it like stretch on the window and just very scary. Right. So what's the question? So, uh, I just asked you what your opinion was. Oh, right. Cats. Right, right, right. I'm for them. I mean, I'm for them. I'm for them. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm fine that they exist. Okay. Usually, I, usually I just think they look like little, little <laughs> testicles or big testicles, I guess. Yeah, it's like a big cat for sure. Yeah. All right, um, the lady killers. Can we have a testicle talk segment every week, or maybe that was just a one-off? Maybe not next week because we'll be in the same room. Right. Let's maybe. Um, yeah, let's keep the yeah, testicle can, talk for when we can't see each other. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can re revisit that in a few weeks for sure. Okay, awesome. I think what we're going to have to do is use the same microphone. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, you just put your microphone in the middle. Yeah. I'll bring mine just in case. Um, but keep hers in the middle. And okay. then but if bring, I have to turn it up, I'll turn it up. But bring your, maybe, do you do this on a laptop or are you on like a desktop? A laptop. I'll bring my laptop. Okay. What's your Wi Fi password? It's uh, F-U-C-K-Y-O-U, J-O-S-H. Um, okay. On that note, I think it's time for us to wrap it up because somebody is grumpy and needs to go to bed. Yes, you do. I hope everyone has a lovely week, and uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're a listener and you like the podcast specifically, uh, give us a little rating on Spotify. That'd be very nice of you. Like and subscribe on our Instagram. Can you subscribe on the Instagram? I don't know. Like the Instagram, follow us. We don't really do anything on there, but no, but we use it. It'll be cool to have followers. Yeah, we make a post about when we a new episode comes out. When you so you don't want to miss an episode, right? So give us a follow, and uh, yeah, we'll see you real soon. <laughs>